This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I will give you your Alpha Bucks letter and uh, answer very, very soon. Uh, in the meantime, but we did ask the question on air. Tell us about your dumb injuries, Carly, after um, you penetrated your foot with a, clo- with a coat hanger. Yeah. Uh, trying to get Not some deliberately, clothes. by the way. It was... Not that that would be a deliberate thing, but... It'd be weird if you was. <laughs> no. It's kind of weird kink you know, that you've got. No, I mean, like trying to get a splinter out of something, you know, oh, but no, okay, it wasn't like that. that. Um, now, I got a message from a listener who, a long-time listener of, uh, of the Alan Moore with experience uh, from my old days at Triple M. So I've kind of weirdly added him on Facebook. I don't know him too well, but it's a long... Look at how long this is. Should I read it out of air? Because he says, the line that kind of draws me in is, not fit for radio. About fit for the podcast. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll read it out on air, and because this is like obviously pre-recorded, and producer Shelby edits it. If it's good, you'll hear it, and if you don't, we've saved you. You'll hear a beep right now. That <laughs> and also, it won't the go fact to air. he took that long to type, like that was a couple of. Scrolls oh, it's definitely of the worth screen. hearing it, whether it's crap or not, just from the typing right. alone. All right. So if it's good, you're going to hear the story, and if it's crap, you're just going to hear a beep. All right. Many years ago. We had the luxury of two television channels, the ABC and the GWN. And after months of excitement, a new television channel was released, Win TV. We had a very old aerial that was uh, that went perfectly well picking up the two original channels. But unfortunately, if we wished to watch Win TV, I had to climb up on our old homemade ladder. This is getting good. <laughs> and bump the aerial around while Carolyn would shout out orders like, no, you need to move it more, stop, go back, etc., etc. Uh, one particular thing, I thought the ladder looks... Uh, sorry, it looks a tiny bit more wobbly than normal. I'd best be careful. So, in my undivided wisdom, I decided to climb down with my back facing the roof. You know, just in case the ladder slipped, I'd be able to jump free. Sound logic. So, the ladder slipped while I was on the third rung from the top. My plan to leap suddenly went to shit as gravity grabbed a hold and dragged me towards the ground. At this point, my mind took over and my arm shot out, grabbing the gutter. In my defense, if the gutter had not been installed in 1952 and was not rusty, it might have been the safe option. But all I managed to do while jumping and grabbing was to end up horizontally to the ground with one hand attached to the house via the decaying guttering. Gravity at this point got even stronger and pulled me down, still hanging on for dear life to the gutter. The ladder had already stopped had already stopped its descent and was on a 45 degree angle partly on the veranda that was below the roof so i land on the ladder with the part of the gutter the ladder being metal has a great deal of spring in it and bounces me off this time i land head first on a rock <gasps> landing on my back it winded me so i was struggling to get air into my lungs now i have a lump on my head and i'm winded laying face down on a rock i managed to push push myself up into a seated a seated position by this time uh the person that we mentioned before, is shouting, don't know what you have done, but you have scared the cat. Still winded. I cannot answer. Love that she's more concerned about the cat. More concerned about the cat. Comes out to see what all the noise is about. So me, sitting on the ground, the ladder now bent from me landing on it, laying next to me, and she asks if I'm okay. The gutter gives way, swinging down, and smacks me in the side of the head. (laughs) Carolyn is greatly concerned as I'm still struggling with breathing at this point while I'm sitting now, slightly less direct than I was. Enough about that. With a bent ladder beside me, I have a heartbroken gutter laying across me, and the buildup of water and all leaves from from the guttering is drenching me to my core. <laughs> Unfortunately, by now, Carolyn is beside herself with fits of laughter. She was unable to help me in any shape or form. 
There you go. Oh, that's fit for ready because I thought something was going up his bum. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. when he said it's not fit for us, I thought, oh, he's landed on the ladder and he's impaled himself. Yeah, yeah And he's going to be like a, you know, like a human lollipop. But that's <laughs> that's actually not that bad. That's that's great, though. Yeah, wow. Maybe not fit for ready because of how long that story was, but it needed every bit of detail. That was really good. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's definitely made also, the podcast. <laughs> I mean, no one really ever asked, but is he okay? I, I assume. I don't care. You can I, I, at I, least use his thumbs to type. I just gave it was good, very good. Oh, let me respond. What should I write back? Um, cool story, bro. <laughs> not listen to it in the podcast. Yeah, put but it in the podcast. that seems like cool story, bro, right? Did that ever actually have origins of someone who had a cool story? Because it's almost become like a, you don't have a cool story. Well, that's what it is now. It's just like a sarcastic comment when people have a But that was a cool story. story. So I think that is like a... Yeah, that's why maybe I was being sarcastic. And you can't type it because cool story, no. bro, comes out like cool story, bro. I wrote, put it in the podcast. This is hilarious. Keep the stories coming, mate. <laughs> um... Alpha box, letter for tomorrow. Alpha uh, ladder. <laughs> C for Charlie. C for Charlie. Okay. Yep. Uh, C for crap as they're falling down off a ladder. Starting with, I'm going to go the hardest one. Okay. I'm going to say starting with C. Name a, a Perth suburb. Coburn. Oh yeah. Bang bang. Nice There's and easy. Canning Vale. Yeah, Cannington. Oh, sorry, a WA suburb. So you could have Cable Beach as well. Or oh, Canning Yeah, Cable Beach is one. Absolutely. Yeah. Capel, just the town itself, if we want to go there. Oh, yeah. Collie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can keep going. It's quite a local. <laughs> just places starting with scene. Kilgarty. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just moving my head around the map, trying to think of more ones that start with C. Anyone? Producer Shelby, you're from Jerry. Got any uh, C suburbs there? Mm. Carrollton. <laughs> <laughs> no? Suburbs. Cervantes. Oh, places? Just places that's not what saying. Carnarvon? Say Carnarvon? Didn't say Carnarvon. Oh, good call. Oh, yeah. Go. Good one. Carnarvon. There you go. Anyone else? Carly? That's not what say. You're a place? Yeah. Place in my heart. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, before we move any further, plenty of events coming up on the way for uh, WA. Of course, we know Shirley for Jero. That's not too mm. far away. Um, but one that I'm excited for is some grazing. In fact, a great grazing is coming up where you can eat right across the state. WA's Greatest Grazers back for 2023, baby. Yeah, and there's a shopping list of events. Um, there's almost too many to mention, so you can just go to wagreatgraze.com.au to check them all out. But like you said, Alan, right across the state, there's so many great things. Um, Carnarvon, Manjimup, Margaret yep. River. Um, now I've started naming towns. I'm getting in trouble for the ones I don't name. Nah, you know what? I'll accept it. I'll accept the burn. Oh go to the website. Oh, my God. They're doing a wine flight. A wine That's flight. That's me on every Plane, I was going to say, honest. that's exactly what you, this <laughs> That'll time... That'll be me tomorrow on the way to yeah, room. You'll be already... I think you're already going to get on the wine tomorrow morning during the show before the flight, right? Oh, it's the only way I can get on a plane. Yeah. Drunk. Thank God you're not flying it. <laughs> Drink responsibly, I think, is the, uh, <laughs> is the lesson there. Do pilots get breath tested? You'd hope so. Oh, you'd hope so. I don't know. I've never seen a police pull a pilot over. I'm just no. saying. Well, how would they do that? Well, when the plane's roll up kind of one of those, like the, the lifts for the uh, stairs, and there's roll up beside them. And put it through the little window. Knock on the window. Duk, duk, duk. Excuse me, sir. You know how fast you're going? Uh, three kilometers on the runway. Yeah, well, that's right. Have just you got a... clearance for takeoff? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Well, just breathe into this, and then that weird breathe. Just Keep going. I... Keep going. And there's a plane full of people. You know, Karen's yeah, yeah. in the back there, guys. Keep going. My daughter's picking me up from the airport. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question to ask. Great we'll have to get question. a pilot at some point. I know. I just want to. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. 
breath testing. Anyway, uh, great grays. If yeah. you want to check oh, it yeah, out, greatgrays.com.au. So many great events. I want to eat all the foods. That's what I do on flights. You drink, I eat. Yeah. Uh, coming up next. Oh, no, I eat too. Oh, okay. You got to. You okay. know, it's the rules. <laughs> She's doing the whammy. Double whammy for both of us. I want to hear about this injury. And I'm okay. not putting a word on it. I'll make up my mind if it's a dumb injury after you tell your story. Okay. I'm so nervous about this because I, I, there's so many series of mishaps that happen to get to this injury that I don't even know if I can explain it right. Okay. Okay. It so, all starts back in 1988. <laughs> in my cupboard, I have like a top bit of the cupboard, you know, like the top of the cupboard. A shelf, yes. A shelf, All right, cool. if you will. Okay. Yeah, right. I think, I think we haven't lost anyone so far. So I was trying to reach up and to get there, I stood, this is an indication of the state of my closet, on a pile of clothes. You stood on your own clothes? Yeah. To oh. get, and they were in like a clean basket. Clean Gross. And I was standing on top of them just to reach to get this thing. Now, I, like, turns out clothes are not the most stable thing. No. Um, so it kind of, like, I could feel myself rocking back and forth. Bit of a wobble. And in one split moment, I've fallen, but luckily I've landed on bare feet, but I've landed on a coat hanger and it sprung the coat hanger up a little bit from the ground and I've then I've lurched forward and the coat hanger has hooked into my foot. Ah. And it's actually, like, penetrated my foot. Like bleeding? Bleeding, like you can see, there's like a full on like I can't see anything on this like side. Like a of the hole desk. in my foot now from the coat oh, wow. hanger. Okay, yeah, and honestly, it hurts so badly, and it's actually left a really cool mark, and it was bleeding a lot. And once the pain had like subsided, I thought, geez, what am I going to tell people? Because it's like an it's like an obvious injury, and it's on my foot, and I'm going to broom. I'm going to be rocking thongs, no, and also a low, low but... slung heel. Okay. Um. So I'm like, oh, do I explain the thing or do I just say a dog bit me or something? I don't know. No, because that's got more questions and you're not a good liar. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But anyway, guys, I fell on a coat hanger is okay. really what happened so to me. So prior to this, I said it was a dumb injury, not knowing what it really was. Yeah. It happens to the best of us when I, you're trying I, to, you know, reach for something on a shelf while you're balancing on a precarious pile of clothes. You know, it's the age-old tale. They always warn us about this. After hearing the story, I can confirm that is a dumb injury, and I think off the back of that, I'd like to open it up this morning on 131060 to tell us your dumb injuries. Yeah, because that's not the dumbest injury, I reckon. I reckon that's that's a little dumb. Like, probably didn't make a great judgment call with standing on the pile of clothes and not cleaning up my coat hangers. Yeah, there's an idea. Um, yep. So, lesson learned there. I don't think it is, but I feel like you're going to do it again this afternoon when you're packing for broom. Probably. All right. But, yeah, I think it's not the dumbest, surely. Well, we'll find out. 131060, we also have some no pong to give away as well, uh, thanks to those great guys there giving us a whole bunch of it to give away to our listeners. So, you get on air, we'll give you some no pong. Um, surely yeah. that's not the dumbest. 131060, guys, help me out. I'm nervous. We need people to call so I feel better about myself. I feel like every day I'm just asking say, people to make me feel better about how I am. Seems like the theme of the week. <laughs> You're on hit. We're asking on 131060, tell us about your dumb injuries after Carly has shared a story of penetrating her foot with a coat hanger. Yeah, so I fell on a coat hanger, then I tried to walk forward, and as I've done that, it's hooked in and, like, stabbed me in the foot. Yeah, um, do. Yeah, as you do. Like I said, tale as old as time. Now, I'm trying to feel better about my stupid injury and ask people on 131060 to call up because I think that's not the dumbest injury, right? In terms of injuries, that's pretty stock standard. No, it's dumb. It's very dumb. But we are opening it up. And by the way, any call that gets there right now, we'll uh, give a think of no pong too. 
canister? Is that the word I'm looking for? Tin? Yeah. I've been using it. I'm loving that stuff, by the way. I'm loving it too, because this year has been much more pleasant to be in. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's in the name, no pong. Uh, Jillian kicks us off from Broome. Uh, Good morning. Morning. How are you? Doing well. We're going to be in Broome tomorrow, so we're looking forward to a pop by and say hello. Uh, Now, talk us through your dumb injury. What happened? Okay. One evening, I got home from work a bit late and it was about 8.30 and I wasn't ready to sort of, I needed to unwind. So I thought I'd do some ironing and it was about 10 o'clock. Okay. You and I unwind so, very differently. <laughs> <laughs> and so I then went to walk into my bedroom to go and get coat hangers. I've got wood flooring. This was down in Perth actually. Uh-huh. So as I've walked in, I've slipped, um, tried to save myself, gone down on my side, but the worst thing was I couldn't stand up after that because I had done major damage to my foot. Oh. So um, what it was, was I'd done a Lisfranc fracture, so I couldn't put any weight on it. I'd torn ligaments and many bones in the foot. So my son had to get up out of bed. He came, um, put oh the God. L plates on the car, <laughs> put the L plates on the car, drove me to hospital, came home that about one o'clock that morning, I was in the plaster cast. <laughs> Three weeks later, I was back in hospital having surgery to have a screw put in after okay. all the swelling had gone down. I was then in a wheelchair, bedridden. <gasps> so, yeah, your little coat hanger incident, yeah, it doesn't compare. This no. is why I don't iron. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> that is the takeaway this here. This is why. I think don't if you called Julian, my God. Uh, <sighs> Mel from Australian, uh, talk us through your dumb injury. Um, I've stapled myself in the thumb. Yep, that's okay. pretty dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like surprised it held up. Like, how good did it staple? Oh, it was in there. I yeah, I was in a uni lecture and I was a bit bored, and I thought, I wonder if I can push a staple out like across the room, um, and it just went straight into my thumb. <laughs> Now, did you end up graduating, Mel? Out of curiosity, <laughs> I did. Wow! Please tell me you're not a doctor. No, a teacher. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Someone that, that never, probably, well, ever you is know around what? a You've taught me something yeah. here today. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of doing what I do, Carly, I have come across a rather huge discovery in my household. Okay. Now, when it comes to your household, Russell is, from what I'm understanding from our conversations, is the cleaner. He's the one that, you know, does the dishwasher because you get in trouble and you don't do it right. He does the washing because last time you did the washing machine, you filled it up with bubbles. Correct. Mm, that was a detergent, though, not me. No, I think it was you, but, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah, actually. He does majority of the cleaning. Yeah, I don't want to pull say. too much at this thread, especially on air, especially if you might be listening. But, That's yeah. That's cool. Morning, uh, Lord I Russell. I would say we do not the most equal amount of housework. Him, I'm working him more on so? it. He does probably more than me. Okay. No, that's if fine. we were doing maths. Not, not for digs or anything. I'm yeah. just, so in my house, um, because we finish earlier, I get home way earlier than Julia most days. So I'll kind of, the first thing I do is I'll kind of like do a load of washing because the sun's still out, you know, that's a boring admin kind of stuff. But what I've noticed is because Julia's been kind of finishing earlier at the moment with her rotating sh- uh, shifts, when she's home, I don't clean. And I'm trying to figure out why. Well, you're distracted. Not really. <laughs> She's in the other room kind of reading sometimes. And I'm like, you know, playing on my phone, whatever we're doing. We're not exactly like sitting there the whole time, like looking into each other's eyes lovingly. We've been together for 19 years. We, we haven't done that for 
17 years. Do you, th- <laughs> do you think it's because cause I tend to undo a lot of Russell's good work when I'm around? I think what it is, is I don't clean properly according to Julia's standard. So oh. if I do it myself, it's fine. But the second yep. Julia's there, she'll be like, that doesn't go there. Or that, you know, that, that hasn't been done properly. But she won't do it. But I, but she'll... She's a helicopter cleaner. A helicopter cleaner. Mm. That's what Just she is. hovering above, you know, ready to do a raid at any time. Yeah. So spotlight out. Like, there's only one thing where I'm kind of a little bit more anal about it than her, and that's the actual, like, washing of clothes, because she doesn't hang them properly. She'll do it so there's creases Wait in the shirt. Wait a shirts. second. We've got two helicopters here. It, it, for that area. Wow. Absolutely. But everything else. And like, I'll, do, I'll clean the bench, and all of a sudden I watch her kind of, like, look over it. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, you're right, helicopter cleaner. I think you're both helicopters. See, this is the problem. You've got to have one person on the run who yeah. is being erratic, throwing things, no, no, going, no, no. Well, you know, and well. then you've got to have the helicopter. I'm the erratic runner trying to get away, climbing fences, you know? But the thing is, because like from what you've just heard, you'd think we'd have the cleanest house in the world, right? Mm. But yes. no, because I don't clean when she's around because I don't need that helicoptering, like you said. It's now turned into the most unhygienic game of chicken <laughs> in our house where none of us are cleaning whenever she finishes early. Could so you, house could you a hire bomb. a cleaner? But good luck to that cleaner I'm, I'm with I'm, you two kind of buzzing that. around. Yeah. I don't know what to do, but I just need to go back to like finishing at 5pm again, then I'll clean the house. How dirty is the house at the moment? Well, Renee, um, who, who works in our office, came over the other day and she, we we're going to have driveway beers like we normally do. Um, and then she's like, oh, it's hot. Do you want to go inside? And I was like, oh, yeah. Went in there and Julia was mortified because Julia was home. That I brought Renee in with a house look the way it d- did. I'm like, well, there's a lesson there for everyone in this house that we yeah, Alan, you got to start cleaning. I got Well, <laughs> she's got to start working later because I'm not doing it <laughs> until then. <laughs> Ellie from Dunsborough kicks it off this morning. Good morning, Ellie. Oh, good morning, guys. How are you? Doing well. Really nice to speak to you. Hi, Alison. Hey, how you going, Ellie? Hi, I'm great, thanks. Um, look, my question might be a little hazy, but um, all positive, I hope. Um, <laughs> I just, I feel almost a little hazy. I just feel um, wondering if you can tell me sort of personally what what is coming. I feel like I'm almost on the cusp of something in oh. my immediate future. Um, I don't know, feeling a little intuitive, but just wondering what direction or if it's going to be a change happening or an a positive outcome. Alison, do you want me to take this one or you want to take it? That's really uh, hazy. Good. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. No, you're all good. You're all good. Two, two, two things. Firstly, yes, you're right. There's definitely a change coming. Um, there's a couple of changes actually, darling. So uh, uh, one thing that's coming in is the name Jacob or Jake. Oh. Jacob or Jake. That seems really strong and I'm not too sure where he will fit or whether he's okay. someone that's passed over for you that's in your family. But quite often I get names of people on the other side. Um, I do feel for you that there's uh, a new job or a new opportunity coming your way with money being a lot easier for you than it has been. And, uh, yeah, that's coming up real soon. All right, um, Ellie. Uh, do you know uh, a Jacob or Jake, Ellie? Uh, no, I'm going to ponder that all day. That's really interesting. Um, but, yeah, spot on, it, you know, that this is all sort of coming back to that financial aspect, but oh. um, sort of like a passionate project and just wondering... Yeah, so spot on. Thanks so much, Alison. No worries, darling. It's all, all going to work out fine. Give yourself three months and don't stress, okay? Oh, there you go. Some great oh. advice. There you go. Ali, let's go to Gina in Geraldton. Gina, your question for psychic Alison Maiden. 
Hi, Alison. I'm feeling extremely stuck at the moment. Um, right. Not knowing what step to take next. Um, yeah. My partner has walked out and we're just left here. Oh. Trying to oh, understand sorry. what next. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, sweetheart. Look, you're not alone. Um, there's so much change going on with people right now and everyone's feeling a little bit that way. I can tell you that for the next five months, you'll be feeling quite a bit of conflict over all of this, but never fails. There's always somebody else around the corner. And um, even though you may not want to hear it at the moment, there is definitely love and happiness coming in for you. But it's from another direction. It's not from the past. So I do feel that things will move forward for you, darling. Give yourself five months and someone very spiffy will walk through the door. Now, I can actually see someone who could be a Virgo Leo cusp. That's very specific, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> so someone that's born right between the two signs. And um, he'll come from a distance from interstate and his whole life will be changed by you. So in other oh. words, he'll come for a visit and want to stay. Oh. That's pretty mm -hmm. wild. <laughs> that is wild, Gina. And yeah. you mean you have the power to lure someone over here and keep them here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's beautiful eyes that Gina has. Yeah. Oh, oh, changing Gina. lives and postcodes. I yeah. love it. Gina, can, can, can you confirm, do you have beautiful eyes? <laughs> <laughs> They're very unusual, yes. Really? Oh, oh, I knew had something tricky up her sleeve. All right. Wow. I think we'll leave it there. Uh, Psychic Alison Maiden, an absolute pleasure. Uh, sorry for the people we didn't have time for this week. We'll make sure we get them on next week. Um, Alison, thank you, as always. And if people want more information, they go to your website, alisonmaiden.com. Thanks, Alison. Thanks, guys. That was the Alan and Carly podcast. <laughs>